is the Odd and Offbeats podcast. Hey, hey, oddballs, welcome to the Odd and Offbeat podcast, hosted by myself, Mr. Matthew Baker, and the ever-excursionist, Louis Fox. <laughs> That's right. My whole species died out years ago. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh. That's not what ex- you're not in a, what is, I don't even know how you made that extinct, connection. What is that? Extinct, even, extinct and excursion are two different things. We made an excursion off the planet. No, because you're at a tiny home right now. You like to find unique places to stay when you're on the road. Is those sort of like an excursion? Yeah, unique is pretty not what's happening here. Why? So, what's that? What's going on with the tiny home? Well, it's it's a shed with a bathroom uh-huh. is what it is. Uh, it's probably seven feet by 15 feet. Okay. Uh, I'll send you a picture of, of, of me with all my gear loaded in here. Basically, I'll also sit on the bed. So I have nowhere. If you need to go to the bathroom, you have to do your show. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, so was it the only place in town or was it? did you get misled on the listing? The gig I'm at doesn't put us up, but they give us like $100 for housing, a mm-hmm. stipend. But the, like the cheapest hotel was like $138. So That's nice of them. Yeah. This was booked nine or ten months ago uh-huh. so in their defense hotel prices were way cheaper yeah. back then so i booked this place at all in 63 dollars a night it's nice so you're making 40 bucks hell yeah for 37 dollars <laughs> in my pocket it's it's fabulous across the street there's a it's in a neighborhood obviously and there's a garage across the street that has like hip-hop dance practice all night nice so, but they have the garage door open to about armpit level. So all I can see is like the people from the armpits down, like dancing and some oh, man, that they're doing it wrong. And have you gone over there and been taking the class or <laughs> three in the morning when I roll back after having <laughs> Mexican food at 11 PM for dinner. <laughs> last thing I want to do is some uh, twerking. <laughs> Wait, is it hip hop or is it twerking? <laughs> Isn't that in the same ballpark? I have no idea. Okay. That twerking was like just shaking your butt. I think that's a, a potential part of dancing. I don't know. Well, and that is dancing. I don't know if it was hip hop dancing. It <laughs> Maybe. Might be. I don't know. They're doing genre fusion over there. Oh, are they? <laughs> no. It's like a Thai Chinese <laughs> restaurant, but with exactly. dancing. Exactly. Now, you look like you're back home in Eugene right now. I am, man. And you I were am. in Alaska? Yeah, we were in Alaska. Um, was in Juneau and Ketchikan, and then Vancouver, mm-hmm. which is not Alaska, but it was a place that we went. <laughs> and uh, yeah, back home, and then I go back next this week, dude. So it is on and on and off again on a ship for the next month. You're like Ross and Rachel and friends with Alaska. If we're the, I've never seen that show. Is okay. it? Were they? I thought they were brother and sister. Are they brother and sister? No, that's Ross and Monica. Come on. Oh, get with I don't know. Wait, is Rachel uh, Jennifer Aniston? Boom. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did you ever watch? I never got that. The point of that show. Yeah, I watched. It's funny. It's, is it? Yeah, they had some strong characters, but at the end, it was almost like they were all a caricature of themselves. Like the. Yeah, I just I watched it once, and I was like. 
they just talk in jokes. There's nothing. There's no reality here. There's nothing like it's just yeah, like set up jokes, set up jokes, set up jokes, set up well, jokes, set up jokes. There was a lot more early on, and at the end, it was just like yeah, because you knew like the characters were so defined early on that you could just do that. Yeah, you can't do that early on. All right, well, Louis, it's uh, it's good to see you, man. It's yeah. uh, I'm, I'm I'm sad you're struggling with your tiny home, but you know, uh, you have access to hip hop. Uh, have access if, to if you wanted dancing. it, you know. And then the house next to them do does engine repair, and I needed an oil change, so I'm thinking of asking them to do it tomorrow before Maybe I go to the see, fair. Man, you don't know how many times I've been like, I came home after a long day of work, and you know, tired and hungry, and just been like, you know what? I wish I had a hip hop dance class that I had access to right now that I could watch while I'm getting my oil changed <laughs> at midnight. All right, let's get into the stories. Let's do it. Now for some weird news. This story comes from APnews.com. That's a news source more reliable than a hitman that uses a pool noodle. You don't think he could, uh, you know, softly bludgeon somebody to death with a pool noodle? I want you to suffer so bad. It's all pool noodle bludgeoning. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so this is, it's, it's an addendum. It's a second part to a story, but we did it on Patreon. So if you're not on the Patreon, you should hop over there to get the, figure out the first part of this. (laughs) Uh, so the first part, essentially, we're just covering the second version of this, of the first part that was on on our Patreon. But luckily the article takes care of that. Unlike the Matrix 2, you can watch the, the second part of this one and figure out what's happening. Yeah. You mean the rest of all Matrixes? Yeah. <laughs> you mean 2, 3, and 4? Yeah. This is, uh, the, uh, this is the Fast and the Furious of stories we do on the Odd, Odd Not Beat podcast. Is that because they all make sense? They all make sense independently. Oh, really? Interesting. I don't know. All I've right. never seen one. Well, anyways, it goes, Pool Noodle Fight over the name Josh again attracts hundreds. Hundreds of people that clearly have no jobs. So a couple hundred people grabbed their pool noodles and headed to a Nebraska park again this weekend to battle over the right to the name Josh. Who goes to Nebraska? Like, hey, I went to that pool noodle fight. Where is it? Nebraska? Why would you do that? Because my be- name's Josh and I have to protect my honor. <laughs> clearly, all these people hate the environment, too, because they're just throwing those pool noodles away. No, maybe they hold on to them for the next year. Oh, no, you know, you know, like what they do, they you what you do with snowballs, you like freeze them. Uh, yeah, but you freeze them and then you put the light fluffy snow on top of it and you throw it at someone. It's an ice ball. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. They do this with the pool noodles. So you say you're, you're saying they freeze the pool completely noodle. frozen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know, put some a metal rod in the middle of it. Yeah. Does anyone check them for like foreign objects? See, that pool noodles loaded, bro. The event started as an online joke when Josh Swain from Tucson, Arizona, sent out a tweet challenging anyone who shared his name to fight over it. After it took on a life of its own, Swain turned it into a real event last year at the random coordinates he included in his original note, which happened to be in Lincoln, Nebraska. I like how he just scrawled down some like, here's my GPS coordinates. You're like, oh, sorry, that's in Siberia. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, so it sort of, if I remember correctly on the episode that we did on Patreon, it was like he had gotten into like an online, like he started an online forum for Josh's and then they were like joking around like there can only be one and then they're like, let's do it. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's the uh, internet equivalent of holding my beer. Yeah, right. The, the, uh, the enthusiasm from everybody here was just incredible, Swain told the Lincoln Journal star. Several of, several of the competitors this year donned costumes, including masks, animal suits, and football helmets, before heading out to Bowling Lake Park. But that wasn't enough to dethrone five-year-old Josh Vinson Jr., who defended his title as the number one Josh. Nice. That kid comes in. He's like, he comes in. You're like, that's the kid who won last year. He knows how to do this. He walks, he walks in, everyone parts out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know he was going to be here. If he was here, I wouldn't be here. How does a four-year-old win twice? He's five. He's five now. Well, five year, a four-year-old and a five-year-old. There you go. But Same person. When they're talking about people in animal suits, that's my issue with this, is those furries try and push their agenda into mainstream events. Yeah, are there that many furries named Josh? <laughs> Yeah, are we checking people's IDs? <laughs> yeah, they should be. I need a birth certificate. I your state ID, if it's not real ID compliant, does not count. I just think like how did how is this kid so good? He's like the Anakin Skywalker of pool noodles. <laughs> He's the young Tiger Woods. He He's is on the Tonight Show. <laughs> Saturday's events raised nearly $21,000 for Children's Hospital and Medical Center in Omaha, and the owners of the Josh Sellers wine label pledged to match that amount with a donation of their own. Look at the Josh Sellers just trying to buy their way into the Josh tournament. You can't do that. Dude, the, the name of their wine is Josh. That's true. And I guess it's going to the Children's Hospital, so I really can't complain too much about that. The hospital said it plans to share some of the donations with the Joshua Collingsworth Memorial Foundation that promotes water safety with its Josh the Otter mascot who attended Saturday's battle. All right. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Swain said he'd like to make the Josh fight an annual event, but he's not sure if he'll be able to keep it up. There's a number that that putting out that Facebook event takes a lot of work. He's got to remember his Evite password. It's brutal, man. There's a number of factors in this crazy world, Swain said. I think the hope is to keep this trend going so that we can keep the good times rolling. Maybe you should just put it on that Josh the Arter mascot. I think that guy's social media savvy. What do you think the trophy is for Josh Vincent Jr.? Uh, I don't think you get a trophy. You just get a pool noodle. That's it? You just get a pool noodle? Yeah. You get a, like a bronzed pool noodle. <laughs> That's why he wins. He was For winning fight. gold, you get the bronzed wool noodle. That's pretty stupid. <laughs> I think I do regional championships. You can't just have the greatest Josh being Nebraska. Like this has got to be a regional championship. Then and then... It cha- that changes the dynamic because now you're like, I'm going to go to uh, Wisconsin because the Josh's there are wusses. But if I bring some West Coast heat to Wisconsin, I'll dominate that one. Exactly. I want to see like that there's like a knockoff of this. Like it's like the Joshua Championship. Yeah. The Josh with a, a silent pH in the middle. <laughs> right. <laughs> I love this idea because I've been actually playing with the idea of doing a Matt Baker tour because there's a magician named Matt Baker, there's a comedian named Matt Baker, and there's a famous poet named Matt Baker. And I thought it'd be cool to do like a Matt Baker show. Where we all just do like our various art forms. And then at the end you fight with pool noodles. Then at the end we fight. 
<laughs> we beat the shit out of each other with pool noodles. Because <laughs> they're going to be one. <laughs> All right. I like it. Yep. Time to visit my favorite news source, <laughs> foxnews.com. <laughs> That's a news source more reliable than a creepy doll that just needs love. Yeah, all dolls need some loving, man. You can't just cast them aside when you're done with them. Just needs love and your soul. All right, so this story is pretty short, but we thought it was pretty cool. And it says, creepy dolls washing ashore on Texas coast. There's a lot of nightmares out there. That's horrible to call the dolls nightmares. Come on. Someone loved them at one point. And of all the nightmares that are happening in Texas right now, I think these creepy dolls are very low <laughs> on the totem pole. Yes. <laughs> I would say that Texas is a nightmare. In general. <laughs> uh, story goes, creepy, nightmarish looking dolls sometimes covered in barnacles that grow out of the eyes are washing up along Texas shores, according to researchers who survey the area of sea life. I like how that's the scary part is that they're washing ashore. Not that like some whale is choking on them. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, oh, they could scare. Think of the children. Yeah. I And I love how like they sort of like worded Fox News worded this like according to the researchers, <laughs> they're washing ashore. <laughs> leave it. Leave it to Texas to not trust any research or science at all. <laughs> Where their dolls come from is a mystery, but the Mission Aransas Reserve has been collecting the scary figures as they find them along a 40-mile stretch of coastline. Jace Tunnel, director of the Mission Aransas Reserve at the University of Texas Marine Science Institute, told the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. That Dude. was so many words! <laughs> Can you imagine trying to fit that on your business card? Jeez, man. <laughs> you're, you're trying to call that, and you're like, all right, so... First line is Jace Tunnel. Next line is Director. Third line is Mission Arantis Reserve at the University of Texas. They're like, you need a bigger business. Yeah, no. (laughs) It's already an 8x10. (laughs) Yeah, you need a bigger one. You need an 11x17 at the minimum. You got to go legal size business card. (laughs) Um, You know, it's uh, we've done a bunch of these. We did episode 196. We did where they found a sex doll in the woods, I believe. And they thought it was a murder victim. Yep. We've done um, the ghost ship where there was like that that ghost cruise line that was just cruising around the world for years. It was full of rats. We did the mummy captain. Yeah, we've done the mummy mummy captain. We've done a bunch of message in a bottle. Um, What happens if there's a message in one of the babies? Yeah, that message is you open it. It's like that spirit rock we did a thing on where there's a dark soul that's going to come out (laughs) and kill everybody. (laughs) We're actually doing scientific work, but the dolls are a perk, Tunnel told McClathy News last week. Researchers combed the coastline from Padre Island from North Padre Island up to Matagorda twice per week, collecting debris of all kind, including junk in the process. I like how they're like, we collect junk, debris, and dolls. Right? <laughs> you never know what you're going to find washing in. About twice a month, we find these crazy-looking dolls that are washing in, Tunnel said. All so right. Far- that, me, I don't think that's a big deal. 
twice a month. I'd kind of expect twice a month on a 40 mile coastline to, for a doll to wash up. Yeah, like if you found a body twice a month, I'd be that like, would be, that would be shocking. Or if you found like eight dolls a day, I'd be like, okay, something's up. But well, how far are they from Doll Island? That's my main question. <laughs> you see that out 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 in the out in the ocean? That's the island of misfit toys. Well, there is, there is. I think it's in Mexico. There's a Doll Island where it's just a, an abandoned island that somebody or something like hung all these dolls like hundreds and hundreds of dolls from the trees that's crazy you, you just walk through and uh you know it, you that's an island walk... of nightmares <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly so far the reserve has collected about 30 dolls tunnel said in a facebook video in october some are missing arms or legs and others have algae growing inside the eyes and mouth as well as barnacles some have very clearly been chewed on yeah probably by the kids that had them yeah. An image of each one gets posted on the group's Facebook page, which has generated a substantial following since. The first figure discovered by researchers was a sex doll. When Tunnel posted the image online, someone bought its head for 30 to $5, he said. The funds were donated to a sea turtle program. Dude, what's that dude doing with the sea turtle head? With the, not sea so turtle. Sea tur- <laughs> it's a sea turtle sex doll. <laughs> There's a huge market for that. It's been overlooked by the human sex doll market. You're asking what, they would, what they're doing with the yeah. sex doll head? Yeah. I think that's very clear, uh, clearly obvious. <laughs> Next <Louis Fox>. sex. <laughs> uh, yeah, that is a little gross. I don't know why you would sell the sex doll particularly, and why not the other ones? Yeah. Tunnel sell- He's like, this one's got some resale value. <laughs> <laughs> I bought mine for $250. I bet I could get an even 50 for this. Or I already have the body. I just swap <laughs> out the heads. Like two different sex dolls. <laughs> Well, I can put I can put whatever doll's head you want on this body. <laughs> what you need? You want Barbie? You want Ken? I draw the line at Barbie's kids, sister Skipper. Though I want sex body Tyrannosaurus Rex head. <laughs> Tunnel sells the dolls at a yearly fundraising auction. He's not sure what the people who purchase the dolls do with them. He said, "There's a lot of nightmares out there." He told the newspaper, referring to the debris. I'm curious what other weird stuff, like, do they turn up guns? Do they turn up? Yeah, they got to find all sorts of stuff. But this makes sense because, you know, dolls are plastic. They, you know, they float a little bit. And it's funny that there's a picture of him. We'll post the picture that of the guy, Tunnel, I'm assuming, is him. And he's holding all the dolls. He's holding one doll, which looks like the baby from Toy Story 2. Yeah. He's look, the, the one he's holding in his right hand is just looks like a white girl with dreadlocks. Yep. She looks like she just lives in my neighborhood. <laughs> She looks like a dready mama. Yeah. Is that what they call him, a dready mama? I have no idea. Earth mama, dready mama. I'm going to start leaving leaving dolls in your pond. You should. We're getting some turtles for him today. You're getting turtles for the pond? Yeah, we are. Nice. So then you can put the sex doll in there and then sell the sex doll's head to to fund your turtles. Well, did I ever tell you that my old house in Georgetown, that yellow house in Seattle, um, before I rented it, used to have a doll head archway? No. So it was like a sort of an archway of just all doll heads to, if you wanted to walk up to the front door, and he did it to deter people from going to the front door. (laughs) Unfortunately, that's where all the pedophiles live, so it actually attracted them. (laughs) Exactly. All right, maybe we should bid on one of these. Louis, what would you pay for a... uh, a lost at sea doll. Uh, 
20 bucks shipping included. Yeah, I think I, 15 for me. I mean, if the real doll's head sold for 35. That was the sex doll. Yeah. 35 bucks for just the head. I get a whole just like generic doll that's not built for sex for 20 bucks. Yeah, and have sex with that. <laughs> it's all about being thrifty. Just like this Airbnb <laughs> I'm at. It's all about saving, bro. <laughs> All right, I like it. It's the Odd and Beat Podcast. That's it for today, folks. We want to thank you so much for listening. Where can the fine people see Louis Fox this week? Uh, today, when this comes out, you can catch me at the Fresno Airport. Sweet. I'll be hopping on a plane home. And then from the 3rd through the 12th, I'll be at the San Mateo County Fair in San Mateo, California. Nice, man. Yeah, my favorite barbecue joints down there. So we're very excited about going. That's awesome. (laughs) And where can they catch you? From the 3rd to the 7th, you can catch me on the Disney Wonder cruise ship sailing in Alaska again, catching out the beauty that's up there. You go to Juneau, Skagway, and Dollhead Island. Yep, I do. I do see a lot of debris, weirdly. So uh, maybe I'll keep my eyes out. Yeah, start There's your some, own collection. I know. I can be selling. I can be making money on. I'm already at sea. <laughs> Double dipping it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you can check me. I'll be doing some shows, and it's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, other than that, folks, if you want to sign up for our Patreon, you can do so by clicking on the Patreon link on our website, and then yeah. going to our Patreon page and listening to the the podcasts that you have not heard before. And for yeah, for as little as a couple bucks, you can get things like postcards from the road. Matt will send you a doll head from Alaska. Yeah, That's yeah our I will. Premium level. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we hope you have a weird week, folks. We are out. Bye. Thanks for listening and stay weird.